The first company is a crazy revenue grower that is kind of correlated with the cannabis business right now. The second company is one that's transforming the coffee game. And this one's actually pretty insane. It's a startup right now, uh, but there is some huge potential there. So like always for each company, we're gonna take a look at technicals. We're gonna take a quick look at fundamentals, their future growth, and also my overall thoughts on the business. Like always, my name is Jose Naharo. I am a self-taught investor who's been studying the market for over six years now. If this is your first time here, welcome. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and everybody else, don't forget to hit the thumbs up. It helps so much with the YouTube algorithm. Finally, make sure to get your free stock on Webull. You should see the link down there on my descriptions. Now let's get started. See, that's something that would get me excited now. If you say GRWG, this one supplies the equipment for growing the cannabis. Um, So now it doesn't matter which cannabis business does well. They're most likely going to end up using this. So we're going to probably see a huge boom in, in all these cannabis companies opening up. And even though maybe GRWG might have competitors, it's not going to have as many competitors as these cannabis startups, right? So obviously GRWG has their own competitors, but the amount of competitors is is probably low compared to the amount of competitors that all these cannabis startups are going to have. So so yeah, GRWG will probably be a better one um, to maybe try try to look at. So let's take a look at GRWG stock. So this is Grow Generation. They are a farm supplies company. They are here in Denver, Colorado headquarters. Um, they have a market cap of $2.75 billion. Right now, if they're sitting at $50.31, traded under the NASDAQ. If we take a look at the past year, company has done amazing, right? It has grown over a thousand percent. Just like I, I don't look at when a company has dropped down a lot, I can care, I, 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 I care a bit, but even if it's gone up a lot, it doesn't deter me too much. It, it's definitely something I noticed, but it's not gonna deter me from investing, right? C Limited, for example, C Limited, Celsius, all these stocks were up over 100% before I invested. And right now they have given me 100, 200% even after that investment. So. They're growing for a reason. Get it growing, huh? huh? All right, anyways, so right now it is down about 2% from its all-time highs. If we take a look at their future growth, they're expected to grow 22.5% on average. They are profitable right now. They have positive cash flow from operations. So now let's take a look at their financial health. This is a balance sheet I like to look at. If I, Balance sheets like this really get me excited. Um, Look, they have $55 million in cash. They have this little line of debt. They have about $277,000 in debt. I know people in real life that have more debt than that and don't have that type of cash. So this to me is a very, very strong, very strong balance sheet, right? Let, let's take uh, let's take a closer look at it. So GRWG, let's take a look at technicals, right? So right now, Obviously, the stock price is a bit overextended. We can see, right, it's completely far from its moving averages. It doesn't mean it will pull back, but it does. I I would say my risk of it pulling back are higher compared to if it was sitting at the moving averages. And now let's take a quick look at uh, their historical numbers. This actually looks pretty cool, right? I, I Not a market I'm, I'm invested in, but overall, the company looks pretty 
uh, pretty cool fundamentally wise. We can take a look. Let's take a look at historical growth. The most recent quarter, its revenue grew 152%. The revenue growth before that was 123%. The quarter before that was 152%. For the past four, for the past one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. For the past seven quarters, this company has grown its revenue for over 150% each time. This to me is like the Zoom of cannabis. You know how Zoom is growing at crazy levels? I would say this is the Zoom of cannabis. Um, If we take a look at trailing 12 months, the company has decent gross margins, 26%. We're gonna, I, I want to take a quick look at their products. I'm pretty sure they do a lot of hardware stuff uh, or, or actual physical materials. So that's why their gross margins are like that. But look, they are they just reached profitable margins if we take a look at trailing 12 months. This to me is the process of, of a growth company, right? You start off with negative earnings, you, you start uptrending and uptrending until eventually you become profitable. So that's why I'm not I, I'm not too worried if a company doesn't make money right now. What I am worried about is how much money they're making from their cash flow from operations. And if we take a look at trailing 12 months, it, it seems they were not making much money from their from their cash flow from operations for some time. They're still kind of on the negative, but in the trailing 12 months, they have an operating cash flow margins of 1.6%. I would wish this was a little bit higher, uh, but remember they had a very, very strong balance sheet. So that can kind of help me overlook this, right? So that's, that's the great thing about a company having a great balance sheet. It can kind of help you overlook some of the negativity in the stock. And now I just want to take a look at what are some of their products. So where the pros go, it seems like they have all types of products, right? They have your lighting, they have your tents, your packages, your nutrients, your whatever you need for your water, your greenhouse, your tents. So they're pretty, it, it, it seems like they're the Amazon or like the Home Depot of, of plant growing, right? So that, that's that's what it looks like. It, it looks like a Home Depot um, for for farmers of all kinds and let's just maybe take a look at their investors relationship they might have a presentation right so this is what i like to look at i like to look for for a presentation we're just going to do a quick overlook to see what they're doing again right this is not obviously it's not a, they're making it they're letting you know it's not only for the cannabis business it's it's it can be used for any type of of plant that you want to grow um any type of vegetable or anything so their key products are nutritions, the, the nutrients, the lightings, um, the growing media, and the environmental controls. So that, that's pretty cool. They are the largest chains of hydroponic garden centers in the United States. They have 28 locations in 10 states. So now they're only in 10 states. Maybe soon they're going to start expanding into more states. They are operating an e-commerce store and is developing into an omni-channel sales approach for all locations. If, if I may be honest, their website uh, was a little bit weak, and you guys know how I feel about about weak websites, right? Uh, if, if they're e-commerce, like, come on, look like Home Depot. It, it, this kind of sucks. I mean, uh, you can make this website a bit better and probably get more sales with it. Uh, so definitely, uh, I, they could invest on a better website for sure. Let's take a look at what else they have. So this is the team. They have strategic advisors and backings by the former C- the senior strategic advisor is the former CEO of Home Depot. 
Hey, this is the second time in a row where I kind of mentioned something in last in yesterday's episode. I mentioned something and that company was there today. I, met, I was just talking about Home Depot and look, the former CEO of Home Depot is actually a strategic and advisor planning. I'm telling you, I'm the greatest investor alive. Um, so here it kind of tells you about the markets they're in and it shows you where their stores are in. So right now they're pretty much in the stores where marijuana is legal. So once these other states might become legalized, right, this can, these can grow more stores. So I can, I can see a potential in this. Now, this is a company I can see potential in. Uh, so right now, most of their product mix are consumables, and then they have non-consumables. Non-consumables make up 40% of their, of their revenue, and that's like the lightings, the environmental control, the integrated system for their watering systems. Um, but most of it comes from most of it are consumables, which is nutrients. So these are the things that you feed your plants. And why is this important, right? This is important because consumable is a product that they're going to have to buy every so often. So if, if this is a product that keeps going down, like they keep using, they're going to have to keep coming back and purchasing more. Non-consumables, right, kind of suck because lighting, unless your lights break or unless you're expanding, there's no real reason for you to buy more lighting or more environmental control. So it is pretty good that, hey, their consumables make up a huge portion of the company's revenue. And I'm pretty sure they have like a subscription base. Here they kind of mentioned that they have kind of reoccurring revenue with consumables. Maybe some people might buy nutrients every three months and that's more of like a, it becomes more like a subscription deal if even though it really is not. So here, big opportunities in private label markets. Grow Generation launched a private label program to improve its margins and consumer and, cons- and customer offerings. Would private label not hurt the business? James, that's, uh, I'm not sure. To me, a private label, it means they're doing everything in-house. So it means they're gonna, it, they, won't, they, don't, they don't have to pay too much. They don't have to pay too much for the people that are making their products, right? And, uh, how, 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 what would probably be, yeah, like an in-house brand, exactly, uh, James. That's more like a, like an in-house brand. So you know how Amazon, right? Amazon sells all their Alexa products. They also sell the Google products, but they make more money selling Alexa products just because they are the in-house brand. In-house brand. That that's definitely the market. So they have omni-channel offerings. They they acquired an e-commerce operation, HeavyGarden.com, and rebranded it as GrowGen Pro. Um, shopping and ordering is available 24-7. I wait, I'm hoping. Curbside pickup site provides educational content for growers. That's actually pretty cool, right? So this is something I'm liking a lot. Like so so we saw, right? A lot of people are excited about this cannabis business, right? Um, so we're gonna start seeing a lot of cannabis startups starting up. So they're probably gonna come to this website, and if this website provides educational content for them, um, some of these growth generations are gonna be like, yes, I use this product to do it. Make sure to order this product right now while we're here. Um, so it's gonna definitely push. Um, it's gonna push for more sales as as this startup. So I can definitely see the growth in this company. Um, again, not a market I'm in. But overall, I can, at the end of the day, I can understand a business, right? And I think that what that helps me really become a great investor or, or, or a decent investor. I don't, I, I, let me not call myself a great investor, a decent investor that I can understand a business. I can kind of see where that business can grow from there and the type of consumers it can attract with it. So even though it's not a market I'm in, I can understand why they're doing certain things and I can understand why they're, why what they're doing can really help out.
same store sales are growing dramatically revenue growth is also increasing uh so i i think this is pretty much they've done great acquisitions right i like to see companies that acquire that acquire other companies to continue to increase their overall brand since 2014 this company has been buying a lot of different a lot of different small companies and it doesn't look like they're stopping here in 2020 it seems like they bought three companies they bought h2o they bought hydroponics they bought health healthy harvest so all right james that's a great question right you're asking we we saw the stock price the stock price has gone up a thousand percent when would i enter and i i think this is all this is all dependent on your investment styles for me like i said i have multiple positions and i put money to work into the market every week so every week i put somewhere between a few hundred to uh sometimes i I have a good week where i might put about a thousand dollars into the market a week um not too often but that helps me use only x amount of money per week so if i really was buying growth if i let's say i was really bullish in growth generation if i was really bullish on growth generation at this stock price i wouldn't mind buying i 100 percent wouldn't mind buying i would buy a small position and continue to buy small positions here and there because i would if it was a, comp- a market I'm, I'm invested in if it was a market i i, I can see continue to grow i wouldn't mind buying perfect example c let's take a quick look at c right i bought c at 60 dollars. if we take a look at it when i bought it i bought it somewhere in may if we take a look at it it was already at its all-time high from where it was at where from where it was at it was up already 73 percent i ended up buying c again at around 124 dollars for the past it was already up about 210 percent so even though the company has gone up a lot that doesn't deter me it kind of just makes me maybe be a little more protective or a little more risk adverse so hey banana welcome welcome um so you would would you mind looking at nsnf please we can definitely take a look at that one um for sure banana all right so banana that that one seems pretty cool it's a company that makes filters for coffee and they are degradable you know banana um this is your first time here and i'm liking it um i'm liking you being here uh so i like it when you tell me the company and at least what they do to get me a little pumped up and, and yeah bananas i i, I do believe right I, a lot of people are trying to go green and i i, I definitely see that happening in, in a lot of households as well and a lot of friends and friends that previously were not thinking of stuff like that i do feel as, as time progresses um they're kind of moving more into that uh, very similar to the ev vehicle right i i, I mentioned that in yesterday's video and uh, yesterday's or or sunday stream that some of my friends that weren't thinking about ever having an EV car are, are now talking about it. So it, it sometimes uh, a technology can be great, but it's definitely uh, the business, right? The technology can be great, but until consumers are ready for that product, um, a great a great product, uh, until consumers are ready for that product, the business is not going to skyrocket. And I feel like right now we're kind of getting into that transition of, of people moving more into this green business. Um, and I, I still believe we're in the early innings of this. Uh, and I, I think we're, we're still in the early innings of this kind of green transaction or transitioning that even in the next year or two, it's still going to be a, a good growth um, business-wise, business-wise for, for stocks and for, for assets. N-E-X-N-F stock. 
company called Nexi. All right, so Nexi Innovation, we're also going to look at it. So first, what I'd like to look at, Bananas, is first, let's take a look at the stock, just to see where it's going. So right now, it is traded over the counter. So if you have Fidelity, you can probably find it in Fidelity. Uh, right now, let's take a look in the past year. Um, so this actually, is this a recent, uh, a new company? Uh, right now, it's showing me not much stock price movements. It, it, the first price here in NESNF, um was in december 22nd so that might be the first time it became public in the america in the over the counters but maybe here we can find it in tsxv no so this is actually a pretty brand new company right banana it seems like they they recently ipo'd uh they ipo in december all right so so it's definitely a brand new company so right now from its ipo price it is up 12 percent it, it it was it jumped up a lot in its IPO, right? There was probably a lot of a lot of hype over it, and it's down about twelve percent from its all time highs. Uh, so now let's take a look if we can get some information in seeking out and simply Wall Street. But I'm gonna say most likely not because it, it it's uh it's a brand new company. But let's see what we can find out. So it has a market cap of 125 million dollars. So this is a very small cap company. I want to say, hey guys, be careful. Small cap companies are either very volatile or they have very low volume. Right now, uh, unfortunately, we don't have too much information from the websites I use. So we're gonna have to go and do um, something better. Uh, we're gonna have to dig in deep. So first, let's take a look at the product. Let's try to understand what they do. So the company is called Nexi Innovations. So Nexi is pretty much, it's a full plant-based coffee product. So introducing the Nexi pot is compatible with the leading single-serve coffee format machines. It's non-toxic. It's fully compostable in as little as 35 days. There's five years of science backing and there's more volume capacity versus the standard single-serve capsules. So again, this is something uh, my wife, she kind of hates the current pots because it's very hard to to uh make them some form of recyclable right uh uh I, I know right now you have to like kind of there's certain ones that you have to take off the filter and then you uh, you got to throw away the filter but you can kind of recycle the other part um so this is pretty much one that you don't have to do that anymore so this is their main product now let's try to look at their investors relationship so they only have one product unfortunately that's that's all they have right so Oh my God, farmer! How are they trying to ban coffee? Oh, they're trying to ban coffee cups in, in in Ireland. I thought you meant coffee in general. And it's weird to say I'm not a coffee drinker, but I'm definitely not a coffee drinker. Um, so one thing I'm seeing though, right? We only have one product right here. So with this one product, I I, I put on my Shark Tank hat, right? So what would Mister Wonderful say here? And I know what Mister Wonderful would say here. Mister Wonderful would say this is a product that is perfect for licensing deals these are this is a product that you go to whoever is the leading coffee maker pots right now and be like hey this is a way for you to get into the to the green industry so this is definitely a a, a product that can be very um that can be licensed um so so i i can see the potential of that in here so let's take a look at their presentation and let's see what they have for us uh, so in their presentation, this is pretty great. This is a recent presentation. It came out December 29th of 2020. So about uh, a week ago. And if you guys ever want to learn about a company, right? The best place is the investors relationship websites. 
they kind of go about their commitment, how this is plant-based, how they got into creating this product. So today, the next pod for K-Cup, so K-Cup is one of those big, uh, the big brands right now, is being commercialized with plans to rapidly scale 220 million pods. Nexi is aiming to develop other plant-based innovations in other verticals using the many lessons they learned over the five years. Uh, so that's actually pretty impressive. Are they saying that, hey, we've learned a lot about plant, about compostable plant products that there are other markets we can kind of see us moving forward into. Um, and we're going to take everything we've learned about in the past and kind of devote into those products. So obviously the the the, the coffee market is one that's going to be growing that's growing dramatically you have coffee fiends you some of you guys here are probably drinking coffee right now um that are going to make this company make a lot of money so this is pretty cool and this is why i enjoy right and now i'm getting excited this is why i enjoy looking at companies here so when you look at investors relationships website or their presentations they kind of talk about the the products that they're using and look, the manufacturing technology, we're seeing 3D system, 3D printing. So these, if, if one wants to look at, if one wants to study new companies, this is the perfect place, right? You kind of learned about four new companies in the manufacturing technology. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is, uh, this. most of these are 3D printing companies. We're also learning about companies in advanced materials. So maybe these are some plant-based companies that, that are producing or, or trying to, pr- or, or making these type of materials. So if those if people want to learn about it, th- this is a great place to do it. Um, so we hear they're talking about the global pla- um, plastic crisis. Nine percent, less than nine percent of plastic is recyclable. Um, there's crazy amount of 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 things. Uh, next, let's just take a quick look. So this is pretty. All right. So now we're, we're understanding more the market. So fifty percent of all coffee is consumed via coffee pods um obviously my wife maybe some of you guys might be might be getting uh, drinking your coffee via this pads and this is market is growing about 8.5 percent per year compounded growth program the problem is why hasn't there been a smart non-plastic coffee pod that has emerged as the category killer so the first thing is engineering right engineering has been very difficult to breed um compromise taste it Okay, and the toxic, uh, it, it is, it seems to be a toxic material to do that. So obviously Nexi has, has, has done all of that already. So this tells me, right? So by them showing me this, it kind of tells me that, hey, this is a market that's very hard for new startups to just come into. They have to do this engineering, uh, this challenging engineering. They have to pass these form of toxic tests and studies that need some fer- certification. And so those two are kind of like moats. They, they kind of protect this business. So let's take a look. Um, so right now they own 100% of the facilities. Allow, our 100% owned facility allows Next to begin to address the rapidly growing demand for plant-based alternatives to plastic. Pretty great, right? So, so it seems they have their own facility right now to create all these products, to do research and development and all that. Now let's take a look at numbers. So they're competitors. The single-use capsule industry is expected to reach annual consumption of 50 billion in 2020. So let, I, I want to take a look at some numbers now. I, I understand the business. I can see the growth. Now what I want to see is, is, is their market-based. So available cash, they have about $17 million in cash. That's great. So let's remember that number. Can someone write that down for me on the chat just so I can remember that? Maybe they might talk about some of their debt later on. Actually, no, they don't talk about it. So they didn't talk much about the revenue growth. Um, 
They didn't talk too much about the type of debt they had. The only thing they showed is that, hey, they have about $17 million in cash. I'm guessing this means they have no debt right now um, and no real revenue growth at the moment. So they are in very early stages. Bananas, hopefully you're still here. Um, this one actually, it seems pretty cool. So uh, unfortunately, um, Bananas, not too much on their fundamentals, right? I, I can I can see the market. The market is strong. Maybe Maybe let's take a look. I just think it's too early. It seems like they just kind of produced this new product. Um, so this is such an early state, uh, uh, such a company at, at an early state that there's not too much fundamentals. Um, but I can definitely see this market growing. And I'm actually pretty happy you, you showed me this company. This is one. Thank you guys so much for enjoying this content. If you made it this far, you will also see that this is part of my most recent Twitch stream. Um, you guys can find me streaming on Twitch every Mondays and Tuesdays at 8.30 at night Eastern time. You can also find me on Sundays or maybe sometimes Saturdays, a random weekend around 8.30 in the morning, around 8.30, 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock in the morning i usually post on all my socials you should see all my social links down below make sure to join my discord channel it's free to anybody that wants to join i post every time i buy i post every time i sell and we have a great community there right now like i said follow follow me on twitch the link should be down below on the descriptions so take care guys have a good night and see you next time